Hello, Pastor Steve Waldron with Biblical Archaeology Today. I'm so grateful you're here with us, and I am so very thankful to be your host. We're looking today at the city of Alexandria. I did something on May 4th. Now, our podcasts tend to have a long shelf life, so you may be listening to this years later. This is doing it in 222. It's for May of 223. Anyhow, let's get started. In Alexandria, what an incredible city. You know, in a sense, short-lived as far as historical narrative goes, several centuries, you know, in its heyday. And um, so let's get started. And, you know, it's basically known for the lighthouse and the library. So we're using as our base text the Wycliffe Dictionary of Biblical Archaeology, Charles Fife, which is kind of how I do things. I've gone through tons of different resources, tons on the internet too. So Ptolemy II, again, thanks for being here. That's Philadelphus, employed a noted architect, Sostratus of Anitis, to construct a lighthouse on the island off the coast of Alexandria. The pharos, kind of like pharaoh, but pharos, as it was called, made use of a variety of architectural designs. It was regarded one of the wonders of the ancient world. You can go on YouTube and see some kind of uh, reproductions of it. it. It's pretty incredible, really. The lowest level was in the form of a rectangle. The second level, an octagon. The upper level, a circle with a fire beacon amplified by a mirror which flashed out into the sea. It's get this, 445 foot height made it comparable in size with a 36-story scraper in modern times. Now, I will say this, I'm not totally sure of a larger building in the ancient world. Maybe there was. When I say larger, I mean taller. That's tall. <laughs> That's humongous for the ancient world. And so, of course, uh, seen as one of the seven great wonders of the ancient world. Another engineering, engineering feat was the Hepastadium, a causeway which joined the island to the Alexandrian mainland. A causeway built either by Ptolemy Soter, Ptolemy Philadelphus. Also, if you read Daniel 11, you'll read, not by name, but by implication about a lot of these folks. Made two harbors, one facing east, largely used for small Egyptian boats, in a larger western harbor bearing the name Unostius, which was protected by a breakwater. Here, vessels from the entire Mediterranean world brought their wares to Alexandria, and probably not just the Mediterranean, but through the Mediterranean, and then it was just open seas at that point. One of the most beautiful buildings of the ancient world was the Serapium built in Alexandria by Ptolemy Soter, the Serapium was built to house the statue of a god from Sinope, whom the Egyptians called Osiris Apis, or Serapis. Osiris, very famous, of course, Apis the bull. A lot of people think that's what Israel's worshipping, the golden calf. Eventually, the shrine was filled with statuary and other works of art, and said a library of 300,000 manuscripts in its own right, mind-boggling. They just like to accumulate knowledge there. The Serapium was destroyed by Theophilus, Patriarch of Alexandria, during the reign of Theodosius II. Theophilus was intolerant of the pagan nature of the Serapium, 
and thought of himself as a partisan for true Christianity. The library was burned by another religious reformer, Amr ibn al-Asi, the Arab commander under Caliph Omar, 641 AD, which is very soon after the death of Muhammad. Uh, yeah, Muhammad. Legend says that a request was made to Omar asking that the library be spared, whereupon he replied, if these writings of the Greeks agree with the book of God, they are useless and need to be need not be preserved. If they disagree, they're pernicious and ought to be destroyed. So there's the logic. <laughs> they're getting burned either way. The volumes of paper and parchment were then distributed to the 4,000 baths of the city, and bathing was an interesting proposition in the ancient world. It was till quite recently. We don't realize how indoor plumbing changed the world and many societies that don't have it still, still a certain way. And they're said to have provided fuel to heat the public baths for six months. After the Ptolemaic period, Alexandria had a checkered history. In 48 BC, Caesar landed his troops, 4,000 in all, on the famed island. And we're going to see what Caesar had to say on the next nightly podcast. We do have a daily podcast. We invite you by the same name. It's right here on this channel. Please subscribe, leave a five-star review, and share with your friends, family, church family. Got a lot of apologetic material on why Christianity is true, and then just general biblical archaeology. We're just so thankful you're here. But uh, the Bible, how do we say this? History and archaeology conforms a scripture proving the Bible is a historical book. So more so now that can be shown than probably at any other time in human history in a certain way. So God bless. We'll talk with you later. Thanks for being with us. Bye-bye.